You're listening to DraftKings Network. In the first segment, we're talking about some of the uh, some of the crazy stories around MLS. Before before we get to the actual games, we hosted a benefit, a gala. We made it a gala. We made it a gala <laughs> as soon as we walked in. Miami, uh, are you going to get a team? Where's your team going to play? Because now all of a sudden we got some new breaking news uh, that, that that makes it seem a little uncertain. So uh, and and in Russia, the World Cup, the U.S. ain't going to be there. But you know what's going to be there? A little drugs, a little bit of that white. <laughs> Everybody's going to be riding their white horse to the games. In the second segment, we're talking about the first week in MLS. We're going to talk about how incredible did Toronto not look? How incredible is the, the Giazzi's artist going to look? How about the man we gave a nickname to? How well did he play? So amazing. And also, unfortunately, we're talking about Atlanta and their funeral that they held <laughs> in Houston. That and more on this episode of the Cooligans! Hey guys, it's Juan Agadello, New England Revolutions forward and U.S. Men's National Team forward, and you're listening to The Cooligans. Yeah, baby! Hey, everyone! Oh my goodness, I, I'm I'm still uh, I still got the the energy of uh, MLS MLS hashtag MLS is back. You think uh, you think at first week in MLS is giving you? This this uh, excited new feeling is that what you're saying? <laughs> that's that's right. I'm uh, I'm rejuvenated. I was uh, what was that that JB Smooth uh, uh, was? It? I think it was in Pootie Tang when he was like, or or maybe Curvy Enthusiasm. I don't remember, but he mentioned that where he was uh, he was uh, he was rejuvenated. Then he lost his rejuvenation, and now he's rejuvenated. So that's how I feel. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. Full circle with all this rejuvenation. Uh, <laughs> I um I did not think I was gonna be. As excited as I was, I was so amped yeah. for the first week. I think once of the MLS. once the first game happened, I was already like, "This is if this is how it starts, dude." It was so exciting. Toronto, Columbus, and already we already got an upset. Columbus is like, "We told y'all, <laughs> we told y'all, we wasn't fine. You better hope we got to move. <laughs> you don't want to stay in where we are, nah, son. Look how comfy we are right now. Because we're doing just fine. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. This is the Cooligans, your favorite pair of stand-up comedians who host a soccer podcast. And what? This is not only the funniest soccer podcast, Alexis. This is also what? It's the goddamn gulliest soccer podcast. <laughs> it is the gulliest, and there, there's been." Plenty of examples of gulliness, even in already in this first week of MLS. Oh, there was so much gully. <laughs> this, <Let's>, it was <laughs> uh, it was exciting to see. I'm glad, I feel like we're influencing uh, the the you know the MLS fans. We're not only doing it for the culture. We're not only changing the culture. Homie, we are the culture. <laughs> we're setting the bar for the culture. We cul- are the culture. <laughs> That's Migos' new album. <laughs> All I want is Abubakar standing behind us at all times. <laughs> Straight grilling everybody, dude. I, 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 you say Abubakar, is it? I think it's Abu Bakar. I don't know who no, knows. You like saying it that way. I, it feels it feels right. <laughs> it's so wrong, Abubakar. but you feel Abubakar. right about it. Abubakar. It's like and, where where to put the 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 tilde yeah, in, no, in the Spanish. Tilde in that one? <laughs> I just want to know. I just want to also congratulate uh, you and me for my uh, getting everything wrong disease spreading to you now. What did I do this time? This is you just said. 
Abu Bakar. Oh, that's getting it wrong. I mean, yeah. that's. I mean, look, it's open for debate. I mean, no, it's I not. Know. That gentleman says his name the way I said it. Abu Bakar. Abu Bakar. And you're like, I hear you, but I prefer Abu Bakar. I'm just saying, his his. We called him Babu Bakar for an entire episode. So, and that was also on you. So this is just this is your this is your kryptonite. Well, uh, I I just want to commend him for his hair. I think he he took the the hair that weekend got rid of because and doubled it. Yeah, yeah, and now he didn't. He took his hair and added it to his. He said, "What if I take Roman Torres' <laughs> hair and I put the weekend hair on top of it?" Because his hair is everywhere, and he is. By the way, when he runs, it looks glorious. It <laughs> looks amazing, and that dude is sliding all over the place. Yo, he is an incredible defender. I was surprised when uh, Columbus picked him up, but hey. Worked out well. Doing great. So, uh, again, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, my name is Christian Polanco. And my name is Alexis Guerreros. Uh, and together we are the Cooligans. And damn right we are. Uh, and uh, like we said, yeah, we are pretty stoked about uh, the MLS season starting up again. I mean, it, and it feels different than before. I feel like this offseason was the the, the littest MLS offseason I've I've ever seen. So it, it sort of— It's it, the littiest. It, it, it ramped up— uh, uh, perfectly into the beginning of the season because it, it felt like if uh, it was a bit of a concern that if we had this hot off season, you know, the Barcos and Barco getting injured. So that like, you know, took away some of the, f- some of the steam from that steamboat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> from that steam Barco. <laughs> so uh, I was worried that the, the games wouldn't sort of live up to my expectation and boy, oh boy, did they. Boy, you were wrong again. I was. I, <laughs> by the way, I was on the same boat. You know, I was on the same boat as you. Um, I was like, you know what? There's just too much happening, and this is not going to work out well. Sometimes international players take a year to get like to find their groove. They don't get their groove back like Stella mm-hmm. until a year later. You know, and uh, oh no, they came in so winging. <laughs> so look, we're gonna get to all the games because. I mean, over look the 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 elephant in the room is uh, that that scoreline in Houston. You were about to say me, you <laughs> son of a bitch! I saw it in your eyes. Everyone listening knew you were gonna do Nobody it. Nobody knew you that. hesitated. I saw it in your eyes. No, you, you got a twinkle in your I eye. Think, no, you, you started to you, smirk. You, have you such- son <laughs> of a bitch. Say, admit it right now. Admit I, it right now. I, I, I'm gonna be completely honest. I was not gonna say it, but you are your hyper awareness. Oh, you have a you have a a, a fat joke uh you know hypersensitivity <laughs> constantly looking you're like where is it where is it it's coming i know oh, that they're after me i keep my ear to the streets <laughs> and i keep my ear to the fat jokes all right no i was not gonna say you were i come on <laughs> i saw the look in your eye that's look, how you started laughing I've, right away i've never I, had don't let this man lie to you i fans. have never had an issue making a fat joke no, especially you. Why, why would i lie about this <laughs> <laughs> i feel like right now you are no i uh, the, well, i meant the, the you know the the what I was referring to was uh, Atlanta United and uh, uh, and boy oh boy so we'll we'll get I to mean, that jeez jeez that's 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 all we can really say uh, but let's get to a couple things that happened and we'll talk about it because I don't think it's as bad as everyone thinks it is oh I do I think it's worse <laughs> oh yeah I know you do <laughs> so I'm trying to keep our fans that bad no I honestly don't think it's that bad <laughs> uh, let's talk about uh, a couple things uh, before we get into the games, we had uh, we had a, a really cool we did a really cool thing that we uh, were really excited about and got to be in- invited to. Uh, we got to host a uh, a soccer benefit, a fundraiser, a gala, a gala, if you, will. if you will. There were some people with ties, some people without. Yeah, uh, those uh, me, me and you were without. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, we ain't doing all that. We, we say gala because there were people who were legitimately billionaires there. 
to where as soon as oh, yeah. as soon as billionaires are there, it's a gala. Yeah. I, if a, if a billionaire walked into this room, this room will be it's a, a gala. It's a gala. All of Yo, a I went to the bathroom to go pee. All of a sudden, it became a gala. Became a gala. <laughs> it's a gala now. <laughs> so uh, we got to host uh, the Met Oval benefit, which is a uh, yeah. If you guys don't know, Met Oval is I, it now just became an academy. It's officially an academy for I believe for the for U.S. soccer. U.S. U sixteen, U seventeen, something like that. Yeah. Um. So it's officially an academy, but before that, it was a it was a pitch in a park in Queens that uh, the German American League. Or yeah, the German uh, Hungarian league, like way back in like the 30s or 40s, decided to build. Um, no one paid rent on it, um, and then the city was like, "Hey, wait a minute, y'all built this, the, y'all built this like field. You gotta pay some taxes." But dog. come on, now you owe us money. <laughs> That's city land, and they obviously didn't have that money. It was just like a place where, like a dirt patch that people went and played after a while. And a couple people took over it. They started training some kids. Um, we talked about it. It is partially pay for play, but that money. Also sponsors a ton of scholarship kids that are uh, from low-income families here in New York City. So it's like a really positive story. Uh, Justin Hawk or Hawk, um, who a lot of people called Cavani, um, who played, uh, who came in for a preseason game at NYCFC. Yeah, uh, really young kid. I think he's 16, 17 years old. Uh, really long hair, which is why everyone calls him Cavani, even though he's a defender. And his face is also Cavani's face. Yeah, he also has Cavani's <laughs> face. He also plays for PSG. So, and he's very Uruguayan. Uh, he was drinking mate on the field, and you know that's not allowed. Uh, but he, uh, he's uh, one of their success stories. And there's more, and apparently very, uh, you know, very popular, uh, you know, very popular academy in New York City. Yeah, they it- asked us to. Be a part of their gala for their fundraising. This is their next round of fundraising, and this money goes towards those kids who can't afford to pay that money. Exactly. And so it's for the coaches and whatnot. Yeah. So it, it really did feel like uh, you know we again we've been around soccer uh, for the last essentially three 70, years, seventy five years, seventy five years. But yeah. the last three <laughs> years, and essentially in the very professional side. We, yeah, you know, for sure. Uh, but this was seeing seeing what happens at the academy level. I mean, we were just around like soccer moms and soccer dads, like. Trying to, yeah. uh, uh, you know, keep the game alive and and keep and support their their children and be, these are very, they were very wealthy people, but it was uh, some of them, some of them, yes. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The people that were there, they, w- the intention was, yo, yo, put up put up some of that guap, you yeah. know, you got. We know you got guap. <laughs> we know you got guap because you're so here. So welcome to this gala. Thank you for making it a gala. First of all, and second of all. Why don't you take so much money out of your pocket that this is no longer a gala? You yeah, know what I mean? and it, and it's interesting because we were, you know, at least for me, I know when when they asked us initially, you know, a lot of the debate when we were having when we were talking about um, uh, the U.S. soccer, the, the the presidency and pay to play was like a big deal, and right. so we but we never we talk about it, but we never really spoke to like the parents and the academy people, and we like, never went inside the pay for play system. We broke in. <laughs> So, but getting to hear their experiences and what it's like, and and really how much of a struggle it is to keep an academy afloat. Yeah, uh, and it takes a lot of volunteer work. It takes a lot of uh, uh, donations. Right. Uh, so, but well, I want to make sure before we continue this conversation, for those of you that are listening that have this one thought in your mind, we agree with you. If solidarity, that Alexis payments, is fat. I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> you were thinking about finally it. Finally came out. <laughs> because, <laughs> just so he could be like I. I told you so, everybody. Oh, you didn't need to do that. I knew it all along, guys. I, I, you know what? There's video of this, and I don't know. I might zoom in on his face right as he says that statement before, because I'm telling you, he had the smell of a of a very evil man. 
what the solidarity payments? If they were a part of the system, these events might not necessarily be necessary. I don't know if that's a proper statement. No, yeah, I might mean, not necessarily or, be or, necessary. Yeah, or it might not. They may not be as important. They may not. Yeah, they. Uh, it wouldn't account for so much of what they were going to do. Yeah. Um, and there were some people that came out that were really gracious. And let's be honest, some of these rich people's kids—they're not going anywhere. All right, this is a chance for them to not start doing <laughs> yeah. prescription drugs. I, you know what I mean? Like that's the reason. I mean, geez, I was like, yeah, I, I, I wish you wouldn't have said that at the gala, but. <laughs> Yeah. I like, want to yeah. thank you, parents, for giving your kids an after-school, uh, <laughs> uh, I guess, activity. Um, but for some kids, it, r- rich or not, um, this is a big opportunity for them. And this, these types of fundraisers mean that more kids that maybe can't or coaches that financially are hamstrung and, and may not be able to sit there and pay as close attention to the children and, and focus on their training can now do that. So. Wonderful story for us. Wonderful yeah. for everybody involved. It was cool. It, I, it, Let's get it. It really did feel like uh, you know, like we were trying to c- contribute whatever we could to sort yeah. of that, that that growth of, of the game at the at the youth level. And can I tell you how excited people were that we were there? Like when we got up to do stand up, <laughs> I would say at least ten percent paid attention. It they was, couldn't care any less. <laughs> no one knew who we were. They knew I my shirt was from Old Navy. They could give a fuck. But you know who all the soccer moms who were there by themselves that night, yeah. dancing up a storm, they cared greatly yeah, they when were... Luis Robles came <laughs> on stage. Oh, my God. They were very supportive of, oh uh, of that young man. Oh, my God. <laughs> they were slipping off their seats. They were so wet. So... It was... <laughs> It was embarrassing oh, for I some mean, of these women. Thirsty. No, I don't. I support. Thirsty. I support. They, however, they want to express their support for Louis Louis Robles. Go for it. It's yeah. fine. We need. You would have any- thought he played for Thirst Trap FC. <laughs> it was. Oh my! It was God. it was great, uh, but Lu- Luis Robles. Were wa- they eating oysters before he got there? <laughs> it was a aphrodisiac. Shocking. I mean, Robles is an aphrodisiac for everyone. His I think. wife, his wife was on call the whole night. <laughs> Yo, know, somebody came away. up to Luis like, "So, what do you play for?" And she's like, "He plays for the motherfucking New York Red Bulls." <laughs> you better step yeah. off, <laughs> yeah. and he ain't gonna play with your feelings. He don't give a shit about you at all. So it was cool. Luis Robles was there, what a sweetheart. I, I, the nicest. Dude in the world, and we were we were telling, him, we we're like, dude, we want to hate you, man. He treated us the way, <laughs> the exact opposite of the way that New York Rebel fans treat us. <laughs> I mean, he was so warm and just incredibly kind. He was not only not only kind, but I, I would go as far as this: he was inspirational. I would say not only was he inspirational, but he was life changing. He, he was so <laughs> supportive and nice, and he was. He thought we were funny. We we're making him laugh. He was making jokes. Back he up, made jokes. Jokes at us. We we're having a good time. We ended up out of nowhere. So the thing was like a silent auction, right? And there was like, you know, the the owner of Crystal Palace was there, and he was giving away like, you know, he also owns the 76ers. There. Yeah, he like get tickets to yeah, like, like courtside seats, courtside and, seats. And, the, and the president's box. Sa- and autographed all that. jerseys from NYCFC, from Red Bulls, from uh, yeah. the, uh, uh, or vacation in Costa Rica. Davi like is autographed jersey. Davi is boots, boots, yeah, game worn boots, cleats, whatever. Uh, the whole nine, right? Uh, he, Louis Robles, not only showed up to the event, he brought with him two autographed jerseys. One, the home kit, signed by everybody, signed team. by everyone on the team, even the OGs, even the even Clashin, even Felipe. Clashin was on there. Felipe was on there. Kaku was on. Kaku was no. Yeah, whatever. Well, you know, he got the shirt before he showed up. <laughs> um, again, announced Kaku already. I know they did. Um, and he brought a the away shirt, the long sleeve shirt. Tyler Adams jersey. Autograph flipped it on the back. Tyler Adams. signature was on it. Yeah. Yeah. 
and people were people were excited about it. But we got to do. But he helped us with the auction. He helped, we a live auction. We did game. a live auction for these for these and, he, and also a signed Davivia kit, which was and funny. A signed Davivia, which I have a photo of of Louis Robles holding a Davivia kit, which is just right. hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> and he looked not happy to be holding it. He played along with the whole. But thing. But he was, was again. Awesome. He it, more than anything when we told him we were like, hey, well, you know, we're NYCFC fans. He was just like, look, dude, as long as as long as you guys support soccer, I'm I'm cool with you. Yeah, I mean, I thought he took it too far when he hit us with a sandwich board. Yeah, you know what I mean, I mean he didn't need to. <laughs> a little step too far. Why you? Why is there a sandwich board at this gala? <laughs> also, I can't believe that's only how much a sandwich costs as I'm on the floor. I'm like, my God, I would have ordered that minutes ago at this gala. At these prices, they're so affordable. <laughs> is it the rent? How are they doing it? So it was just a. He actually helped us with the. We didn't know we were gonna live raffle. They they asked us to kind of like. Uh, kind live of auction. It's live auction. Don't say rat live raffle. What oh, my, sorry, yeah, this is live raffle. This isn't a tricky tray. You know? <laughs> Although you're not allowed to say tricky tray anymore. No, wait. Now you can say tricky tray. You can't say Chinese auction. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tricky tray. I'm confused. like, what's? I'm like thinking, what's the slur <laughs> there? And yeah, then you yeah. then you added the other one. Yeah, and I'm like, like oh, okay, ah, I see. What oh, I see what that replaced. Yeah. Chinese auction is apparently offensive when you do it. Not saying it. Um, so I can still say it on this podcast. <laughs> Chinese auction, Chinese auction. Uh, but drinking trade was what replaced it. Anyway, it was a it was a silent auction uh, where everyone wrote their names down and how much they were bidding for all these things. Um, but to kind of get the spirit going of people spending more money, they were like, "Yo, let's do a live auction." And uh, I can't remember the lady's name. Gail, maybe. Um, came up to us and she was like, "Here," just kind of gave us two jerseys. She's like, Go, "Come meet Louis Robles." Louis Robles. Oh yeah, yeah. And she was like, "Look, the jerseys are autographed." Everyone was really nice and sweet. Shouts to Cindy Capone. Shouts to Jeff Saunders for putting us on there. But um, uh, Luis Robles was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll help. And he just kind of gave us the shirts. And we're like, no, 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 no. Get up on stage. <laughs> you got it. You got we it. We called him up on stage. He came up. He gave like a really cool speech about how much it meant to him to have parents that were like that supportive yeah. of soccer. How important. And how like, hard it was for them to make ends meet to yeah, put yeah. him in those, you know, those things. And, and how people came to his rescue and that he needed them. Uh, those people in that room to come to the rescue of some of those kids. And it was great. And then we ended up getting like close to $1,000 for each jersey right there in that moment. Actually, we got 1700 Yeah, for the what the, the one autographed by the, the team, entire team. The yeah. team one. And someone, I got it up to seventeen ten. right? We got it. We got it. Seventeen hundred. Yeah. We got someone to bid $10 more. <laughs> Again, I'm trying to start knife fights out there. And, uh, the, and Luis Robles out of nowhere goes, hey, the guy who bid $1,700, would, were you really going to pay $1,700? He was like, yeah. He goes, would you pay seventeen hundred if I got you another one? It's like, yeah. So he donated like I know, two other ones. Yeah, yeah. He said he's gonna get him another one. It, I mean, and and how thrilling was? I've never done. I never hosted a live auction. I've never been anywhere near. It, it is the most thrilling thing you've ever experienced in your life. I highly recommend it to you, everyone. Everyone gotta host an auction. <laughs> you gotta host an auction because first, get yourself a gala. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, I mean, and that might be a little tough. But when there's a bunch of people that are that that have all this money to yeah. essentially th- not throw away. I mean, they're doing a good thing. Yeah. But uh, so much disposable income to be like that we can just point at somebody and they're willing to spend fifteen hundred dollars i would i want that power one of my favorite moments was you know in an auction now look i don't know i've never been to an auction but i've seen enough of them on tv that sometimes people just like touch their nose <laughs> they and just that's a bit, slightly scratch yeah, yeah like there's like a little thing like they you grab, got something like, in your eye you scratch your ear and like oh that's it yeah <laughs> fifty thousand dollars for this rug you're like oh my god i was blowing my nose it's well, my I, allergies I my, nose. <laughs> my allergies it's fucking here man i can't afford that <laughs> what kind of what do you got? Steam heat? What kind of shit is this? But like there was a there was a lady, uh clearly one of the moms, thought it up, 
Right? I know you, you are, would never admit it. You are the worst. You would worst. never say it. You, you was tired enough in a positive way. This is me. I'm not shaming you for being what a What is the point but of this it? this lady was they look, they look good. to the hills. Oh, yo. my goodness. She was as far as you the eyes can see. She was thotted. <laughs> and uh, so she was wearing like, it looked like a dress that someone had like cut panels out of, right, all over her body. It was fine. Look, fine. I, I she looked very look, respectful. You guys are learning. Her kids definitely would not be You upset. guys are learning how in staunch and conservative <laughs> never, Mr. Guerrero is. Never. I support her thoughtness. <laughs> we just got to be able to call it thought thought. That's all I'm saying. A missed shot is a missed shot. A goal is a goal, whether it's beautiful or not. All I'm saying is a thought is a thought is a thought is a thought. And this lady, she walked in looking like a thought. Okay. Right? But also, beautiful dress. She wore it well. Even if she didn't, who gives a shit? She was having fun. She looked great. She felt confident. Go for it. I didn't say it to her face, by the way. I'm just saying it to the millions of fans we have. Anyway, she held up her phone at one point to record us. Yeah. And I was like, $1,800. And she was like, no. She looked at me like, no, 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 no. And she was like putting her hands down. She started like river dancing, like hands up by her side. And she's like, absolutely not. Oh, man. It, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. And it was cool to, to, to have that experience, especially in the soccer world. Well, it's I love favorite. when Luis kind of like gave us a, like a, he like fucked with us. He's like, I thought you guys were supposed to speak fast. Oh yeah, yeah, about like auction? at an auction, which is like, well, all right, well, yeah, and I was like, all right, slow down. I go, by the way, buddy. I mean, we're like, sure, goalkeeper, you don't even sweat that much. <laughs> I was like, I'm sweating more than you do during a game. Uh, it was fun though. So uh, and he took he took the jokes back and forth. It, it was, was a lot it, of fun. It was awesome. Good, good. And dude. we're gonna try to get him on the podcast. Hope, I know. Yeah. You know, maybe some rebel fans will be like, oh, maybe we shouldn't curse their name on Twitter every day. Yeah. <laughs> so, or uh, maybe they'll hate their goalkeeper now. <laughs> um. So and by the way, I didn't, even though I wanted to, I didn't make the joke about him being captain and getting traded or uh, getting sold. Oh, how, I mean, how gracious of you. Yeah, wow. I mean, look, I could have. <laughs> so, did really... way, his wife was just a doll. The, 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 the whole family is wonderful people. Great, great time. So, uh, we did that. And uh, so, again, before we talk about the games, a couple, two, two quick things in, um, in, in, in MLS news because, uh, you know, we had an episode a couple weeks ago about Miami and Miami, Beckham Miami. United. Uh, and about how they had, you know, they did a whole uh, event, you know, confirming that they were the the team was coming uh, to Miami. Here it comes! All the plans are set. Nothing's gonna change. <laughs> Miami Club de Balompié. <laughs> so everything's all set. And now, uh, in the Miami Herald, uh, uh, a, a article written by Douglas Hanks and Joy. Flechas, uh, Joey Arrows, uh, in, yeah. <laughs> in Italian. Uh, so he. Uh, they they mentioned that, that that they might be looking to move uh, the site of where the stadium is to closer to the uh, the Miami airport as opposed to the Overtown uh, site that they that they already had in place. And it's it's looking like the, the reason is that they feel that the the Moss brothers uh, are thinking that the the site might be too small for how like either uh, how large the stadium is going to be or I think they also they there's no like parking. Uh, so that might be an issue as well. So, so again, we 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 have we seem to have a, a preemptive, uh, you know, announcement of um, uh, for for the Miami team, and it's looking like uh, it, it's not as clear as as we thought it might be. I mean, look, I'm looking at a map of Miami right now. Miami Airport, it's not far from Hialeah. Shouts to all my family out there. Locua. I know nobody calls it that unless we're being do they, disrespectful do they, to you. Does any of your family listen uh, to this? Probably not. Uh, they're Cuban. Uh, you think I'm conservative <laughs> with my thoughts, buddy. You should talk to them. Um, uh, look, it's not in downtown Miami. Um, it's not 
close to anything. <laughs> it's over by Miami Springs Golf Course, which is part of the article. Uh, you know, it's in the middle of nowhere, and it's a space where people are going to have to drive to. And, you know, I want... I also noticed that there's a neighborhood called Flagami, which is just mm, delicious. I love Flagami. Yeah, that's how I know I was sick. I had a little bit of Flagami. Um, <laughs> and they all have, also have a Brownsville. Shout out, blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't know if, if I think I'm using my New York sort of idea of what I would want a stadium or like a Eurocentric feel um, to say that that would be good for Miami to have it in the middle of like Overton or Overtown. Uh, where it's it's more city-like and you can walk to the stadium, but that's actually not Miami's culture. So is this a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. I mean, it's not particularly, it's not that much farther from- No, you have to think of this in Miami. Yeah, I mean, it's- uh, yeah. Are you, do you go to Miami a lot? I've been there, what, three, been... three times? No, nah, then you don't go. All right, so- I mean, I've been to South Beach, so you, I, I get it. You've been to South Beach? <laughs> uh, then you've met six Cubans your entire life. Uh, the, the distance between Miami Airport and, and downtown Miami is- crazy with traffic it's just yeah. a world away it honestly understanding that is is the same as understanding why new yorkers don't go to red bull arena or i'm not saying none of them go obviously clearly a lot of people do but why a lot of new yorkers who maybe who are casual fans or or uh you know are thinking of picking up the idea of being a soccer fan but aren't sure would probably prefer to go to yankee stadium even if they live in like queens or, the, or brooklyn versus going to, yeah, it almost, to jersey it just feels farther it just not only that it's like psychologically so much farther it's like i don't know anyone over there i don't want to go over there mm -hmm. like i have uh, friends that moved to doral or Doral, um, and that's a little bit further out of the way. And, and people in Miami are like, "Oh, that's a you know, it's another state." You know, yeah. How dare you go to the, on the highway for more than ten minutes if and actually driving? You know what I mean? Like that to them is very far. So if someone's listening to this podcast that knows a lot about Miami, how would you feel about uh, Miami Airport? I would not be happy about it if I lived in downtown Miami. But none of y'all live in downtown Miami. Y'all live in the burbs. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, the, do you think um, Miami fans should feel a little not misled, but like? I don't know. A little bothered by this that 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 it's not as sort of secure as uh, as they thought it would be. I mean, who thought it was secure? <laughs> I mean, you know, they they had a whole even Beckham was like uh -huh. they, they had a whole show, right? Yeah. I mean, it was it seemed like a big deal. Uh, they seemed pretty certain. Celebrate good times, <laughs> come on. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> yeah, it's just a it's a shame that after all they've we, they've already been through that they they sort of adding uh, uh, more room to ridicule them for like not yeah. uh, you know not having things like kind of set in stone. But let's be honest though, this is the first thing that's come up about them other than that gala that they held they didn't have a gala i mean, we, I mean come on i we mean we, we know galas now so we know buddy i could sniff out whether it's a gala or not <laughs> uh <laughs> i want to be so successful that when i walk in a room it becomes a gala that's what i want for cooligans <laughs> that is the hope yeah um what which one call it that i don't know this is the first time that like news is broken about what's happening over there that wasn't necessarily negative this is about them needing a bigger space that's <laughs> i mean I'm sure the fans are like, "Oh, thank God!" Maybe, you know. Okay, I mean, maybe it's a good, uh, it's a good time. Maybe they want to put a, a, a little bit more effort in what the the stadium looks like, or or maybe they have bigger plans than they originally uh, anticipated. But uh, just it, it's sort of a shame. That's all uh, that this happened to begin with. So uh, let's move on to one other thing, and then we'll get uh, to our second segment, and we'll talk about uh, the games. Let's do it. Uh, World Cup. Coming up. It's going to be late. It is going to be quite because <laughs> there was some news that- Putin's like, y'all hate me? How about this? Y'all party all you want. <laughs> so there's some news that 
uh, came out recently. And I don't know. If, I, I think this is sort of a, a, just a rule in Russia to begin with. But uh, they announced that World Cup fans will be allowed to have marijuana, cocaine, and heroin in stadiums. And they'll be and allowed. Heroines? To, and and heroin. And multiple heroin. Which, and, which is Wonder Woman. Yeah. And other uh, female superheroes. You're like, I have Gal Gadot. I'm like, okay, yeah. Well, that's only one. So. Uh, but, is it Gadot? Uh, Godot? It's Godot. I, don't, I think we're making that up. She's Israeli. Why would they say it in French? I mean, I've always heard it like, as Godot. Alessandrini? No, Alessandrini. Oh, yeah. That's a, I mean, that's... When I when I heard him say his name, and now I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, yeah, he he obviously, he obviously is French, but clearly has an Italian last name, which is... Or an Italian-looking last name. They're both romantic languages, so they have Roman- romance Romantic. <laughs> well, actually, they are both romantic languages. I wasn't wrong, fat shamer. <laughs> The romance language. It's just, I mean, they're, it's, they're different words, and, and they the mean. Way, can we, and you're right. I wouldn't have said Romanian is one, and that is a romance language. But have you ever heard a, a Romanian person speak? He is nothing romantic. How, I, I don't know how many. The his last name is of the, clearly of Italian like heritage or descendants. You don't know that. I don't know. They're that. both. The languages are from the same root, the same core. But Alexis, you're just saying that because it ends in a vowel. Disrespectful. <laughs> no, but you don't meet many Drinis or uh, Maldini in 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 France. Uh, yeah, you do. You meet one, Romain <laughs> Alessandrini. Anyway, and he actually doesn't even pronounce the A. That's He's a, like, hello, this is Romain Alessandrini. Yeah, it was just a very strange. Word. I'm like, yeah. it, it didn't even. It didn't sound like he was saying. We posted it on Twitter. It didn't sound like he was saying his own name no, correctly. No, no. We're like, I wonder what he's saying. <laughs> Like, bro, bro, you don't even know your own name. We got to correct you. He's being mad disrespectful about somebody. (laughs) Oh, no, that's your own name? Oh, shit. It it was like, it's weird. And it feels like this, you know, uh, American arrogance to be like, hey, you're saying it wrong, bro. Yeah. We know your name, and that's not okay, it. Okay, we say it. We say, tell you how to say your own yeah. name. <laughs> Why don't you uh, <laughs> say it this way? <laughs> okay, you're going to be Romaine Smith going forward. Yeah. <laughs> Get All used right. to it. Ladies and gentlemen, you're starting center forward <laughs> for whatever winger for your Los Angeles, Los Angeles Galaxy. Romaine Lettuce. All right? Is everyone All right. happy now? It's a lot easier. Huh? Okay. All right. So less letters on the jerseys. We're, you know. We're going we're to save some money. We're saving money. <laughs> <laughs> it's what it's all about. Um, so, so Russia is going to be uh, allowing <laughs> these drugs, but I think the the headlines sort of get a, a little loose nowadays because people want people. Well, it's to, clickbait. Everybody it's clickbait. was like, "Just tell them you could do blow in the stands. <laughs> you could do it. Just if a ball gets yeah. in the stand, just." <laughs> Toss it right back, but make sure clean the blow off of okay, it. Clean some blow off of it, will you? You know what? We're bringing players into the stands to do blow with you. No, but the 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 stipulation is in Russia that you can bring drugs to to I guess events or different places, but right. you need a prescription uh, for your heroin before you yeah. you walk around. Oh, this is street heroin. <laughs> oh no 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 no. no, no this sir. is this is Mother Russia. No, we do no. not. <laughs> no, I mean for an ailment maybe, but not. So, but you can have. Uh, it seems strange, uh, uh, just in itself, that you can get a prescription for cocaine in Russia. 
which is what already- is what is the issue? <laughs> I think it's doing too much heroin. Hey, yo, like, we got to bring this guy back up a little bit. It's like you go, hey doc, uh, I can uh, can you get me? I need a prescription for some cocaine. All right, okay, look, look, all, I, right. all right, look, okay, great idea, <laughs> great idea. <Yeah>. I got <laughs> you. <laughs> okay, all right, I went to medical school for a very long yeah. time. Okay, yeah, uh, pass me a tissue, my nose bleeding. Uh, <laughs> all right, I got some blood a little bit on your on your prescription. Just <laughs> just tell the the pharmacist, just like ignore it. No, that's not blood, baby. That's my autograph. <laughs> yeah, you need me to sign for your prescription. I, I, I that's gonna be worth money, okay, dog. <laughs> also, what do you think of this app? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, ridiculous, but I, I think it's gonna, you know. Uh, I, look, I don't know how many people are actually going to be bringing drugs. Well, I want to say this. This hasn't been announced, but we have a source. We want to let everyone know that this now means Diego Maradona is going to the World Cup. <laughs> he will be there. He's, like, only, he's got nothing but prescriptions. Not only we have, do we have a source, we got a plug. All right? We got the plug. <laughs> we got the plug. You need, you need that walk up uh, little... little uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In fact, it's Dr. Maradona to you. <laughs> this guy writes prescriptions for little, himself. Sour D's. Yeah. Purple, I don't know, drugs. Uh, purple, everybody something roll, purple. Everybody rolling on a bean? <laughs> Smoke that perp. <laughs> He's not a rapper? Yeah. <laughs> Little perp. Little perp. No, I think it's smoke that perp. Is his actual. No, smoke perp is another smoke one. Smoke perp. Okay. There's two. Oh, there's Lil Perp. And Smoke Perp. <laughs> All right. L- Lil Perpetrator. Anyway. Uh, okay. So, uh, so, so yeah. So, I think it's going to be it, it just kind of insane. Obviously, some people are going to. Uh, bring drugs. I mean, there's, if you if you say people are gonna bring drugs. Look, it, also that means there's gonna be like the Barra Brava in Argentina is like oh prescriptions <laughs> and they are allowed. Okay, this is gonna kill our. Let, this is gonna kill our profit. Let's margin. let's fire up the prescription. Uh, <laughs> you know, printer. Yeah. <laughs> Who's gonna tell me this isn't a prescription? <laughs> so so your prescription is for three keys. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh huh. I'm very sick. Um. You, oh, so your prescription is for that work. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Your prescription is for sitting in a hotel, <laughs> waiting for the waiting for the guap to show up. Part hey, of- you know uh, who who are we to t- t- deny four forty thousand fans yeah. their prescription? We don't yeah, yeah. we don't have time to check all of these. I mean, this doctor <laughs> who has a gun to my head is clearly here to help people and not just watch soccer. So uh, so it's going to be nuts. Uh, it's a shame uh, the U.S. is not going to be there to you know take part in some of those drugs. <laughs> Christian Pulisic. <laughs> Really turn his turn a corner on his career. Yeah, people, you know, just players uh, playing with uh, yeah. cocaine bags in their stomach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the way, you are so much faster than we remembered. <laughs> But you seem to get gas at halftime and bring it right back up. I don't know how that works. Also, you took a shit on the field. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, well, you got us the, you got us the result. <laughs> it's perfectly fine. All right. So uh, let's uh, take a quick break, uh, and uh, we'll talk uh, all these MLS matches. We'll try to get to all of them. Uh, they were all uh, incredible. The first week was absolutely first week, what a great maniac. Great level. first week. If you're not watching MLS, you're just you're doing it wrong. I mean, what are you doing? You're not in a gala. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're missing out. On all the galas, all right? Buddy. All right, so uh, we'll get to uh, all the MLS games right after this. When we show up in our event in Atlanta, we're just going to walk and be like, guess what? Now it's a gala. <laughs> yeah, baby, thank you so much for listening to the Cooligans. We're just going to break with a little message That's from right. our sponsors, which is us. <laughs> which, which is us. Uh, the gulliest shirt. The gulliest t-shirt. Our newest t-shirt is available right now for pre-order. They're going to they're gonna start shipping this week you can still get a discount if you want to look fly you want to support the cooligans you, you i mean we're we're doing this uh, i mean it's, it's it's basically charity i you know look we're, we're giving you a discount on a pre-order the discount's gonna go away when the shirt finally arrives and the whole public can get it and by the way we've had to order additional we love you 
guys for pre-ordering it but we want you to know there's still more you can still continue to order we're just going to add more to the order once uh, once we order them from the factory so you go ahead buy yourself one why wouldn't you want to it says gullius on the front we got a couple easter eggs would you seen we got the cooligans logo on the arm nobody got that it's looking fly it's it looking looks dope fly. it looks dope so make sure you uh you support if you're a fan of the show support uh, you know, support the cooling guns by rocking and rocking the tea, man. It it will really mean a lot to us. So uh, go to onthevalleyapparel.com uh, and you can see. Go to you can click on uh, men's or women's tea and you can uh, click on a t-shirt and pick one up. Do it. Yeah. Hi, this is Mike Coscarelli from Anxiety Now. And Andrea Allen from the Hot Mess Comedy Hour. We just launched the brand new OG Podcast Network and wanted to let you know that you can hear ours and other great shows by going to ogpodcastnetwork.com. Also, be sure to follow the network on social media to keep up to date with new shows, videos, and live events. That's at OG Podcasts on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Or you can subscribe to your favorite OG Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, baby, we're back. Oh, we're back. Oh, man. So, I mean, that's, uh, what a, <laughs> I mean, we keep talking about how, how crazy of a, of a start it was, but it really, and the reason it was is because everything that we expected to happen did not happen. No, nobody. If, <laughs> who picked these games? Nobody. Uh, we follow what is it? Uh, MLS John or MLS Johnny, the guy who bets the gambling. Dude. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it's um, MLS Johnny. And he was like, "Oh, if uh, this team scores another goal, I'm putting my money on this." And uh, you know, his Twitter was like either on fire or he stopped tweeting at one point. He was just like, "Everything's he, all over the place." Because he just here. broke his phone. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "This is too much <laughs> happening." Oh, uh, but man, look, let's uh, let's get right to it. And and really, this is this was the game that was the biggest surprise because, again, the 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 hype the hype train, the 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 Kool Aid that everybody's <laughs> offering, uh, it, you know this peach flavored Kool Aid. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, the King Peach flavored Kool Aid. <laughs> no, I mean Atlanta United should not start the season like this based on their signings, based on the season that they had uh, in, in, in their inaugural year. It's just insane. From the beginning, as soon as the whistle blew, they looked They awful. got atlanta They got atlanta <laughs> What Atlanta was doing to teams last year happened to them. Now, let's also say this was the first game <laughs> of this season. Yes. And you were going up against a team that finished last year on fire, decided to buy nobody, <laughs> but they're players that are really good. Also they sold, they sold uh, Cubo Torres, right? Which he didn't do much. I know he scored some goals, but he wasn't doing much. Mm-hmm. But he was kind of like a little bit of a black hole on the field there because you would pass him the ball and you would feel the need to sort of feed him. You got Albert Delis and you got Kyoto who were out there doing and Mano- Manotas was the one Manotas I mean, he got is two a goals. Monster. He I mean he looked amazing. I had him on my team and I ended up dropping him for Ola Kamara. On your fantasy team. On my fantasy team. Yeah, yeah no on the club that I own. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah, on, on, we should clarify. Yeah, that, on double cheeseburger that, FC. That, that I don't host this show with Wilmer Cabrera. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know. Um so I got much better hair. Uh, but he um you know it, this was an opportunity for the three of them to shine. And Manotas is coming into the part of his career where it's like, look, you've shown these bl- the flashes of brilliance. Go do it every game. Go do it ninety minutes. And look, and and as much as 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 good as Houston was, we uh, we have to highlight how terrible Atlanta were uh, uh, defensively. So first goal, uh, this uh, look. I'll start with this. In the preseason, Atlanta didn't 
look as amazing as I think I thought. I you know I thought I was going to see right. You know they they, no. they you know they were they were uh, they didn't play too well against uh, Columbus. They didn't play. Uh, I forget who else they played, but there were just a couple games that they just like. What you what you wanted to see that brilliance. You wanted to see Nagby uh, have that chemistry with with Amirong and Villalba and everybody. And Villalba was hurt in the preseason, but you wanted to see that, and that was not present. But no. more than anything, and it, uh, look, Atlanta United Twitter is already crazy, and they've been talking so much about they're mad emo too, and they're not. <laughs> Mad emo. I, I always say, look, I would have been sad too. This was the first. It's a lot. This look, is their when, first breakup. When when <laughs> NYCFC lost, had that seven nil uh, to the Red Bulls. I mean, look, you, you get emotional. You I was very emo. It, it was difficult. You know that that was the most uh, emotional I'd ever been at at a sporting event in my life. I'm I, not saying I didn't recognize what they were going through. <laughs> All I'm saying is they were going. But through the it. the thing that Atlanta United was crazy about, even in the preseason, were their defensive issues and their their lack of uh, of a uh, after uh, losing. Uh, Carlos Car- after selling Carlos Carmona, they've and- got no DM. So, th- th- and and I was like, what? Like I didn't I, look. I'm not as invested in Atlanta United as as people in Georgia are, right? Right. But uh, when I was looking at sort of the concern, I'm like, oh, come on, guys. They're gonna be fine. They were great yeah. last year. Ah, Tata Martino, baby. <laughs> Tata, everybody, what are you talking about? You guys are crazy. Yeah. Uh, and boy, were they right? Yeah. I, they. Th- and look. Raises a lot of concerns for yeah that that defensive mid. It, it, they started uh, Chris McCann and Darlington Nagby. Who well, Darlington Nagby's like, all right, why don't the ten of y'all defend? <laughs> and I'm gonna just stand right where I am. <laughs> I'm just gonna make sure that our possession uh, percentage is really high. Yeah, he's like, how about the, in training? He's like, how about this? All right, um, everybody who came here in a private jet, raise your hand. You don't have to defend. <laughs> Oh, am I? Oh, okay. Just me? <laughs> All right. Well, then you guys go be cute. Oh, back there. But they they looked like they really went into this game expecting to win, and they got they got bossed. Man, they really got embarrassed. And here's and, the thing. And, and but more than anything, just defensively. And look, we can blame. But it's not LGP's fault. It is. Very much no, LGBT. It ain't. And let me tell you why. First of all, not a natural center back, more of a winger, right? You, oh, you think he's a wing back? Yeah, LGP at least, at the very least, he seems like someone who runs forward a lot more. Parkhurst, much more of a center back, stays back. And okay. that's more what I mean. Maybe not, maybe not, not a winger a wing in the sense like, yeah, maybe like more, a Zussi. More of a, a bit more attacking than. Yeah, mo- yeah. more like a more like Kashilny, you know, likes to go forward. Sure. Yeah, can come back and track back. Here's the problem. When he's the only one, <laughs> and when there's no one to stop the the attack from coming to him, he has to do it all on his own. That no center back, no matter how good you are, is going to succeed in that succeed in that situation. Well, you said succeed, which would be hilarious. I meant to say succeed. No, he's <laughs> well, about I think to succeed. Atlanta's going to have yeah. to succeed By after way, that if they he, do more displays like that. He just declared. He waved the white flag. He's joining Orlando. <laughs> But he is seceded from Atlanta. Um, no, look, that first goal was uh, in. I, I wouldn't say I want to give about ninety percent of the blame to LGP. Uh, for I mean, he, it's not like he fell asleep. He had to do everything. No, well, he, look, he's he's not as fast as Albert Elise. There's obviously so no, he, he was getting he, he had was getting washed. He had the expectation that Guzan, which we'll get to Guzan in a moment, because oh, yeah, he buddy. had a nightmare. Of I will get to you next. <laughs> so, uh, but he, it looked like the the communication is not there yet 
uh, and the chemistry th- is not there yet defensively. It's almost as if him and Guzan speak a different language. <laughs> oh, that, uh, but that's that's only a, th- a conspiracy theory. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Again, I can't prove that. <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, Pires thought that Guzan was going to get the ball. Uh, he he thought he was that that he was going to get the ball, and then he also realized, oh, I'm a very slow player, and Albert Elise is insanely uh, faster than me. I'm sure at one moment he was like. Why is that figure moving so quickly towards me? <laughs> it seems to be getting bigger at a faster pace than I mean. It, lo- it looked unfair that, uh, how f- <laughs> when uh, like watching that foot race. Yeah. But Pires, he he thought Guzan was going to go for the ball, which he wasn't. He wasn't even near it. No. It was just a bad, uh, uh, just poor communication and a bad expectation that the goalkeeper was going to get it. But at least, uh, good on him. Beat uh, Pires. Pires gets just bodied, falls down on the ground, uh, and, and basically uh, does a, a cross for a tap in for for Andrew Wenger. So is it Wenger or Van- I'm it is Wenger? A- a- Andrew Andrew Wenger out. Yeah, anyway. Wenger out. <laughs> uh, put your Wenger back in, buddy. No, uh, but he looked he looked great. Uh, yeah, I mean the whole. Here's the thing about the the difference between what uh, Wilmer Cabrera did versus what Tata Martino did is Wilmer Cabrera didn't bring out the biggest names in the sport. Which Tata Martino kind of did, other than Barco, who's injured. But also, I mean, uh, the Dynamo can't afford. No, what, what, what I'm saying doing, is yeah. he didn't. He didn't. He didn't field a bunch of big names like Tata did. But what he did field is a a solidified team. They are a team, and they, and and they're young, and they're incredibly athletic. And you saw that when uh, and with how bad uh, Atlanta looked defensively. In in the second goal, uh, Philip Senderos, your Arsenal man, yeah, uh, scores his first MLS goal, right? And <laughs> which does a does a knee slide in the middle of the pitch. <laughs> All right, a little Thierry, little Thierry Henry style, a little disrespectful, but. Again, just a poor marking. I think it was uh, uh, Lorenowitz that 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 missed on that, and Lorenowitz, another one, looked uh, like he was terrible. They were just getting overpowered. I mean, Albert Albert Elise, uh, uh, Manotas, Kyoto, That's a lot for any four defenders to deal with. Yeah. Never mind four defenders that aren't used to playing with each other. And uh, pause and have no one covering them. <laughs> we need to do that uh, still. Sorry. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why it came out. It just felt like it at that moment. Uh, <laughs> we I mean, are Jesus, it's 2018. I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> uh, press play. Uh, here's – there's just no – I feel bad because this reminds me of when it was uh, Kashilny and uh, Vermeulen back in the day, and everyone's like, they both suck. And it wasn't. It's that, you know, Kashilny would look over and be like, where'd he go? And Vermeulen would be all the way gone. I'm like, wait, none of us are back there? Yeah. It, it, for center backs, you have to be the right pair. Look at how much the game changed. Granted, not a ton on the scoreline, but look how much the gameplay changed. The moment Parkers came out. But, hey, so LGP got hurt. He has a, uh, I was talking to Kelly Francis of uh, Mounts of the South Park. Hip, can, hip contusion. Hip contusion. And uh, so we don't know when he's coming back, but he, he got hurt and there was a, there was a delay. Uh, uh, then he came back in the game and got hurt Im- immediately again, which is like, it's one of those like, dude, you should have just left yeah. the first time because now it's worse than before. Uh, so, but Parkers came in and added a. Li- I mean, I think they still gave he up one other goal. Down. Settled down. But he's uh, he's a good center back, and he he you know he was a captain often for for the team. Yeah. He I don't know why uh, Lorenowitz gets to start over over Parkhurst. Uh, Nobody knows. I only Tata Martino knows that answer. Cause yeah. The rest of us were like, wait, why isn't Parkhurst out there? Really, the the third goal was the one to me that made Lorenowitz look 
it, it solidified the the, the uh, gave me the answer like he he shouldn't have started at center back or or he probably shouldn't have started the game because uh, it was the one with uh, with the Manotas goal where with uh, the great like sort of one two uh, and and at least uh, at least put that great ball to to Manotas yeah but Lorena I mean that that play on that third goal there are five defenders that 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 close in on Elise. And Lorenovitz is the first one. Yeah. He just looks like he looks like he's playing defensive mid while he's a center back and then forgets. Which is why I think he needs to be moved up and give Parkhurst an LGP. Well, look, I, I think the the concern I think, you know, Lorenowitz is the is a taller player, maybe a, he's a he's taller than uh than, than Parkhurst. Than Parkhurst. Yeah. So given like the, the 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 attacking options that that Houston had I think Tata's mentality was like, oh, I'll just get a more, uh, just a bigger, more athletic player. No, I think you just, you get, I mean, I, look, I'm not telling Tata Martino what to do on the, uh, <laughs> I feel like you're about to tell Tata. Uh, <laughs> buddy, why don't you sit down, my G, and let me give you an example of Siéntate, señor. Mira, déjame explicarte lo que, te, lo que tiene que pasar, porque lo que tú estás haciendo allá afuera, ay, Dios mío. Esta gente quiere vender los tickets, um, los boletas. Um, I think you have to not care about the height advantage slash disadvantage because sure. you have to still stop the ball at their feet before you worry about the head. And if it's something like a set piece or whatever, Lorenovitz could just slide back. <laughs> Maybe. It, it really was. Uh... Go get yourself a six. You know who's number six out there? Darlington Nagby. So they 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 technically have one. He's number six. <laughs> Bye-bye is his number. It, it, it almost... Darlington Nagby actually was quoted as saying, what did you guys do out there? It was bad. <laughs> Yo, the whole first half, his name didn't get called once. What do you mean whose name? Oh, like Nagby? Yeah, the announcers barely said his name. He was. Yeah, what he, was he doing he, out he there? He wasn't doing anything. Uh, I mean, they, they had so. After the second goal, they were just so uh, uh, disheartened uh, that it was. It looked really bad, and and it, they, they didn't look good. They there was a uh, just a lack of any real belief that they were gonna make any real difference. They were giving up so many incredible chances to Houston, and they, they there was nothing they could do. I, look, Escobar also new player. Uh, not not that he looked. I want. I don't want to say he looked bad, but there is a clearly, uh, you know, this preseason they did not work on like getting that defensive communication ready because they no. they looked like it was four defenders. It was like an all star game, you know, like mm-hmm. they, we don't know we don't know where they're gonna be offside. We 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 don't know how to keep a line. I, maybe they were told this was still a preseason <laughs> game. You know, they were like whatever, it doesn't count. Just just a shame. And uh, again. Uh, even though Houston was so dominant, uh, Atlanta did have a couple chances. Uh, I mean, don't I mean, don't hit in post, hit in post, missing clear chances. Uh, they they just they they at that point they were already down four. Uh, and then the the hilarious thing when they were down three, uh, and then they added seven minutes of stoppage time because of the delays. <laughs> just seven minutes, and I'm like, this is enough time for them to score one more, and they did. <laughs> and they did exactly that, and that was the fourth goal was Guzan. Uh, tapping it right back in, into the box. At least he got an assist. I want to put him in fantasy. <laughs> he, was, he was just like, all right, look, I got you. I know yeah. I know you've been having uh, you know, uh, a little bit of a tough time. I've been stopping some shots, and I feel I feel bad. I know. So, I, know. <laughs> I feel bad I got in the way of that last one. <laughs> so let me just set one up right for you. Uh, incre- just incredible. Un- inexplicable. Unacceptable. <laughs> and the worst part is, is that Atlanta was so bad that they stole the shining moment 
from Giazzi Sardes. <laughs> this was supposed to be Giazzi Sardes's weekend, and no one's talking about him. Because he scored a goal? Yeah, because he scored a goal, he's back. I mean, look, I, you and I could score <laughs> I tappings. feel like you're the only person who expected Giazzi Sardes to... To fail? No, not to not to 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 that you had this expectation. You called it Jazzy's Artist Weekend. That's I feel like that's a lot. This should have been. This should have been after he scored. <laughs> okay. And the way the way Columbus looked Columbus against did. the best team in the continent. The treble. The treble winner. Or maybe not the continent because in Mexico, but you know, outside of Mexico. <laughs> okay. The best team in America and in Canada in South in uh, in United States of America yeah, I don't Canada. know what's going on you you need to go back words, to like your geography class I feel like other words are just trying to sneak out of <laughs> my mouth Do you know where Mexico is I, mean- yeah. <laughs> I knew they were in North America I'm trying to figure out how about this uh in the North America above the wall they are the best team and they looked Childish. I, look, I, no, I think that's an overstatement. Uh, well, welcome say, to the show, Christian. To say, to say childish. But I, they I look like children among men. Um, uh, nope. Disagree. Uh, I think uh, Columbus just. Uh, I look, they played them twice in the playoffs. That was the last time they played them. Uh, Toronto is in the middle of, of a and, CCL you know, game. Columbus gave them that work, too, in the playoffs. Yeah. and, and uh, But Toronto. In, they're already in. They're in the middle of their CCL season. Yeah, and who did they start? Who did they start? They, no, they pretty had their much, play, but pretty it, much the top eleven. It, but it, and they've been playing competitive games more longer than yes. Columbus. What are you talking about? You're crazy. But it doesn't suggest. Don't you also take this away from? But Giazzi. who's? <laughs> but who's a little fresher? That's all I'm saying. Columbus had a game plan, and they and they knew that a Toronto, little fresher. Other than the than the uh, Javinko hitting the post, they look like trash. All right. Well, we're going to try like to change this, your mind. I like, like, Akechi, <laughs> I like this Akechi dude. But here's the problem. Remember how successful Toronto was with the 3-5-2? Okay. They come out with these four defenders with the 4-4-2 diamond? All right. I mean, they, they didn't. I, I know they won the MLS Cup the with se- that, but that's because no the, one saw it coming. In the second half, they looked pretty good offensively. In the fir- in They the were fir- getting it going again. Look, I'm not saying Toronto's trash. I'm not saying Toronto's not going to recover. I don't, I'm not saying Atlanta's not going to be able to recover but from this. The, but the, but the, Columbus looked like a world beater. They if good. I would have told you one of these teams won the, ML- won the treble last year, you would have not thought it was Toronto watching that game. I, I agree with you. Aha! Okay, well, all right, you got that one, Alexis. Aha! You, you get that hypothetical scenario. Well, you've been gallant. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but at, at the very least, Columbus, uh, what I did like was, uh, you know, I was concerned given the fact that they obviously lost Ola Kamara and lost Justin Miram. And it, <laughs> they looked they, better without They looked better without them. And I, and I, and I think Santos, baby. It, look, it says a lot about the players. I, I, I forgot the exact players that they re- uh, replaced them with, but they did. They uh, replaced them with more they, more game time but Justin and Mar- more, more presence the, the, for uh, Iguain. But the main issue is that uh, Justin Miram was not the most as- athletic of players, and they, they replaced him. But incredible, though. He was incredible. Uh, well, he, look, it's this guy. Uh, oh, the, the blonde dude, Martinez. Christian Martinez. Uh, yeah. uh, Christian Martinez, right? So I, there's a lot of, there's a, a couple new Christians in uh, in the league. Yeah, uh, a couple uh, CHs, a couple CRs. Yeah, we're very excited. This uh, is Christians always play well in yeah. uh, in soccer. Still no uh, Alexis <laughs> out there. <laughs> Not one. Um, but so Christian Martinez is a, a good uh, replacement for Merrim, a lot faster. Yeah. Uh, and um, just more of a, a of a threat, like on the wing, right? Yeah. So, uh, but the two goals. Goals that they did score were just 
like the, the chemistry that Columbus is at now, and I said it when they played Atlanta, they looked really, really good. They're going to break the pivot in a camera because they are pinging that ball back and forth at a level that you don't see very often in a league like MLS. And I'm not saying that, look, I think Atlanta United did that last year, and I, they still have a chance to do it again. But watching, watching Columbus play... It says to me, like, we don't give Burhalter enough credit. I agree. I mean, he has taken, he lost one of the top scorers in the league last year, and he replaced and, him with, with a guy the- who was <laughs> turned into a, a right back. And that gentleman scored the first week. That, the man who, who the only meme ever created about him was about how bad his first touch is. Yeah. That man. Looked incredible out there, and I look. And he looks good in that, in the in the in the in the yellow kit with the, the hair, with matches the, the hair, and the hair. And that, it, it's all fitting. All I fitting. mean, it's all working out for him. You know, he likes to move, so get ready next year again. But uh, <laughs> you look at someone like Azardes, and you look at someone like an Ola Kamara. Ola Kamara scored a bunch of tap-ins. I, he was a lot like uh, you know Nemanja Nikolic. A lot of his goals came from very close to the goal, right? You look at someone like Zardes. You got a bad first touch, buddy. I mean, just just aim it. Doesn't matter how how soft of a touch. Yeah. Just aim it in the goal. You're going to score a ton. The Burhalter has a, has a system that if he had just a bit more money, I guarantee you, someone like a Burhalter would have been able to win one or two Bur- in these last three or four Greg years. Ball, Bur- Burhalter needs to go to more galas. I mean, oh that's my what, God, you got to get. We know where the money. <laughs> he walks into that locker room and he's like, "This isn't a gala, <laughs> gentlemen. This I mean, is." <laughs> I'm looking around at all of you. <laughs> And I, you know, I see some, I see some passionate football players, some soccer <laughs> players. I see people who care. I see family men. Okay, I see people who love their children, they love their mothers, love their families. But this ain't a gala, this ain't a gala, guys. <laughs> so I mean, I can get you out of the playoffs. <laughs> but you think, you think you're getting to MLS Cup? Not like this. But how about that goal from uh, uh, from Zardes? Right, that that the the second goal, Pedro Santos. Th- that ball, that th- pass was. I mean, juicy. I, juicy. Was it wet? <laughs> Which, it's, every time I hear juicy, uh, I always think of Matt Morano, that old joke. Do you know Matt, Matt no, Morano's no. a comedian in New York? And he, Very funny. He has uh, this. Was it about the pants that say juicy on the back? No, no, no. It's about uh, he he was ordering like a burger and, and like the waitress was Puerto Rican. Yeah. And he does, he's Italian and he does this great, he does a great impression of her. Yeah. And she goes, Oh, you want it juicy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me laugh every time I hear it. But it was a quite a juicy pass. Yeah, yeah. It was like when I saw when I saw the pass, I was like, oh, if I was a defender, I'd take this dude out <laughs> right after they celebrate this. Goal. Yeah, it's like when uh, when the lineman uh, when the quarterback takes out the lineman when they have like when the when yes. they didn't get sacked all game. Yeah, it's like you yeah. got to take him out because they they did all the they did we all the dirty work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely great pass and and the composure of of Zardes who we we expect very little from uh, yeah. to to put that away very comfortably on uh, you know on one touch. Which do you think that helped? Do you think it helped him that he went somewhere and people were like, we have zero expectation for you? I think. So I, I and also it's a smaller market, uh, and it's about to be an even smaller but he's market. From, he's from like oh my God. <laughs> we're going to talk it's about, about to become a no market. There's because there's a uh, there's some save the crew updates that we should talk yeah, about. Yeah, there very is quickly. a lawsuit happening. But um, 
I think he's from Los Angeles, or at least just outside of Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. So I don't necessarily know that a smaller market helped him. I mean, he's used to that type of pressure, but but I mean, just but maybe I think, maybe you're right. I mean, look, I think looking it, at it, I, I have zero evidence to prove otherwise. Finally, I I think for him because he was sort of like the golden boy a yeah. little bit in L.A. He was the academy guy. Yeah. So, so now it's he he got like you know he got a little. Uh, Punch on the chin, just being like, "Yo, you're not what you thought. What you thought you were." So he has to prove everybody wrong. This time. You still can be, and he's look. I mean, again, first game of the year. Yeah. So I'm not gonna walk over and say this is it. This is exactly who they are. They're gonna be amazing. But they look. I mean, they yeah, look the, great at the end of last year. Columbus look, and and again, de- defensively, Will Trap looks great. Yeah. Uh, they look comfortable. I, they, and there's not many. There's not many uh, outside of the two changes uh, of the, those two players that left. Look, they, they brought in kind of like younger guys. Uh, so I think Columbus is going to be all right this season, and they might be a bit of a threat. I know I did mention that they might take it, remember, last week? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I made fun of you. And you made fun of me, and, that, and now all of a sudden, let me have, let me have this, Alexis. Well, <laughs> I want everyone to know that even if they do make it to MLS Cup, I'm still going to make fun of them, and I'll claim I said it first, okay? <laughs> so, All right, let's get to, uh, remember, I was I was not optimistic about, uh, the, you know, the team that plays in the Bronx. And you were wrong about that. I, I was right. I was wrong, and how, how, like, how, I'm so happy I was wrong. Oh, my God. Because. Although, there were moments where I'm like, this is not, well, this is not looking good. Um, I mean, like, that's, that's every soccer game. Right. No, no. I think there were moments where I'm like, the none of these players. We're talking about NYCFC um, over at uh, in uh, Sporting Kansas City. There were moments where I had, to, I at least had to remind myself, and it was it was an away game for NYCFC because there were moments where they looked like they weren't sure who was supposed to go where. But I want to say, first round of applause for the man who's who's who we gave a nickname to, but no one else would. Yeah. We believed in him when no one else did, other than the coaches and the people who signed him. And maybe, and maybe his parents. Also. Yeah, maybe his parents. His, I'm sure I think family. His, his dad follows us on Twitter. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> and the man who's been on this podcast, and we nicknamed him Sweating. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, Ben Sweat. Ben what Sweat. A, what a gorgeous. What a what a what a Santos esque uh, pass. Yeah, uh, I mean, he really brought it. I mean, look, just the fact that he got the starting uh, spot uh, over uh, over Matarita. Let you know something's happening. Uh, it's a big deal. Sweat is good, man. He really, really is. Uh, he uh, look the play. I mean, you, I mean, if you haven't seen it, watch the highlights for this game. But it, uh, a great game of all. Sporting Kansas City uh, in the in the first, I, I want to say about twenty five minutes looked like they were uh, they, they were probably going to get the first goal. Yeah, they've they've got real pieces, and there's zero reason for anyone to distrust Peter Vermes. The guy's incredible, and he always gets his team going. Even though I'm not sure that they have. I'm not sure that you know what's his name Rubio, right? Uh, Rubio. Rubio. They're they're center forward. Who's their um? Who's their guy up front? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. Um, the guy that they brought in. I'm not sure that that's the guy that's going to. They brought him in like two years ago. What's his name? Rubio. Yeah, Rubio. yeah Diego Rubio. Diego Rubio. Yeah. I'm not oh, sure yeah. that that's the guy that's going to be able to score the goals that Dom Dwyer was scoring. Okay. But they they're another one with like a system. They have like a system where people sort of are able to sort of flourish inside of it versus having to sort of take it on their own. I'm not sure NYCFC has a system. So at first, I was a little worried. But boy, that all went away. Well, I mean, I don't want to say they don't have a system, but it's definitely a lot more free-flowing than a lot of other teams for NYCFC. NYCFC. NYCFC doesn't have a – I mean, they certainly have 
like the sort of little the triangles they play coming out of the back, which yeah. are a little annoying because they come very predictable. At least for us, sit where we sit at the stadium, you know, we're sit, we pretty much sit where like sweat is. We would be able to see sweat from where mm-hmm. we are. Um, and you know, you see the same the same formation and the same play over and over. But when it gets to the final third, is what I'm talking about. It seems like Villa has to do something incredible in order for them to score. Yes, and he sort of did uh, for he their had to, for their did. first goal. But he he was on one on one with uh, with Icopara, uh, and there were there were a couple people uh, commenting on they were sort of saying that Icopara wasn't playing uh, wasn't playing Villa like strong enough. Uh, I know that I saw that there was a tweet from uh, somebody tweeted to. Uh, Andrew Wiebe of Extra Time Radio yeah. about Icopara saying like if, if if he's a he's a USMNT defender and he can't like hold a 36 year old uh, forward <laughs> yeah. uh, and 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 then um uh, uh what's his name uh from Jebrovsky remember the Jebrov Jeb, yeah, from yeah, first yeah. first season of NYCFC the, 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 the wing back he he tweeted uh at Andrew saying uh I I had to I had to <laughs> defend against him uh and and Icopar did the best he could because if he if he let Villa go right, it would have been it would have gone to the top right corner. So he, yeah, there's he, nothing you can really do there. I mean, the guy's top scoring in Spain's history. I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter how old he is; he's still very very good and incredibly accurate. And if you give him any space, he will take a shot and it will be on goal. And he is also a very youthful player. Like he's not someone who plays like a 35 year old. Oh, not at all. He seems like he has at least another two years left in his legs. I mean, I mean, at least at this point of the season. Yeah, I did. Overall, I liked. Uh, yeah, that that first goal was uh, was impressive because he uh, he got by Acopara. Uh, got a great cross in for little Maxi Morales, and and uh, it, it, for as an NYCFC fan, obviously that first goal and and to do it that well made me feel uh, you know optimistic because I'm like, all right, this is all right. If this is what what the team's gonna look like, I'm I'm alright with this. And and seeing how V was playing uh, in this you know in this in this new season and Jack Harrison leaving. Uh, what and, and what's going to be sort of expected of of, of Villa uh, going forward? He, I felt a little bit more like there's a little less pressure on Villa this time, and especially with with how good uh, some of the other players were playing. I thought Rodney Wallace played very well. I thought um, Jesus Medina was great too. Jesus Medina was awesome. He doesn't have Medina doesn't have the the one. I, I mean, look, it's, I'm only really have seen one game. I've seen yeah. some, well, you know, and then some of the preseason, but he he doesn't look as strong one on one as Jack Harrison did. But Jack Harrison also looked like he was more aggressive on one-on-one situations. Yes, but but I think Med- Medina has better ball control in those situations. But he doesn't have. He's like he's like a more patient player. Yeah, and I think I think one of the things that you sort of one of the things that I think frustrates me watching NYCFC play in the final third is it seems a lot of people stand in a position they were told to stand in when certain players have the ball. Yeah. Versus where if you watch Paraguayan games. Uh, you know, people are sort of making runs and making movements, getting into spaces. Spaces are more important versus, well, I was told to be at this part of the of the field. So, yeah. find yeah. me. You know. Well, the I think the uh, let's talk about Ben Sweat a little bit, right? Because that 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 play that that second goal for Jesus Medina, getting him his first goal uh, of the of the year, of his first MLS goal, was. Really, just beauty, and right, and we're not sort of used to seeing. Uh, no, nah, I'm not gonna say we're not used to it, but that was that was the the most I, I'd argue uh, the best like team goal from coming from the back, like starting it, it started from Morales 
to Wallace to a, a, a pass to Herrera that that backflips. Herrera is running opposite the direction you want to attack. He's he's running away from goal. Yeah, and he sort of just steps over the ball and hits with his back heel, so the ball has more propulsion in the direction it's going. But he also angles it slightly so that literally. You could see Sweat was like, I should stop this, but there was nothing he can do. He's like, oh, I got to chase it down. But it's interesting because, and and I think I, I, at that moment, I started seeing like the Patrick Vieira system, right? Because Rodney Wallace was basically at the left back position. Yeah. And Ben Sweat, who is, uh, you know, it's a counter. So instead of getting behind Wallace what he does is run he runs he runs where like he runs into the available space that yeah, Rodney he, Wallace left open exactly yeah. so with just a, a brilliant decision because Ben Sweat started running on that play as soon as Maxi passed the ball to Rodney Wallace. Right. So you're not watching that if you're just watching the clip. You're yeah. watching Maxi make the pass. But Sweat is full steam ahead. Yeah. He's he's running as soon as the the pass goes to Herrera and not even when he not when he receives the ball. No, no. As, as it soon gets as it him, leaves Wallace's hand. It actually he, passed in front of Sweat to get to Herrera essentially. Yes. And yeah. he ran full speed. Graham Zuzzi, uh was w- pre- presumed that Herrera was going to take a touch on the ball yeah. and stop the ball. Uh, Sweat was like, nah, I'm just going to keep going. Nah, and, so I'm going to keep running because I'm sure you're going to so find me. Absolutely great run. But the 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 skill to, to – I don't even know if – I can't even tell if Ben Sweat is left-footed or right-footed. I, I, I'm not really sure. But he could hit these with his chin <laughs> he's that good. That is – it's that sharp. It's a chiseled chin <laughs> as well. chiseled chin. <laughs> but that ball that he the, – the cross that he put for, uh, 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 for Jesus Medina was – Absolutely perfect. It was so good that Medina's first touch wasn't as good as it normally is because he was like, "Oh my god!" Oh my god! What is? I didn't expect. Who put the ball right here? (laughs) Is this one of those extra ones that a kid throw around? Is it? Was that an American player that just did that? (laughs) Well, look at you! (laughs) Just gorgeous, right? And and uh, overall, the the offensively, especially in the in the second half, uh, you. NYCFC looked great. I mean, yeah, they did just look like great. They, in, from after like maybe the thirtieth minute to about the seventy fifth. Uh, beautiful game. I, I was very very happy with 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 how they looked. Uh, a, a concern for Sporting Kansas City. They uh, like I don't want to say it, it was just NYCFC being. Uh, like staunch defensively, I don't. I don't think that exactly was the case. But I don't they, think that'll ever be. The they, case. There really wasn't much creativity uh, from Sporting Kansas City in this game. I think they, they still have a, a little bit to figure out on. on yeah. uh, you know, offensively. And uh, what I feel bad is that you know NYCFC played this well away, which means you know SKC played that bad at home. So I mean NYCFC is going to play even better at home, you would assume. So I can't wait to see them. And your boy started sweat in MLS fantasy. Good for you. Good for you, Alexis. Uh, I believe in you, sweating you. There were a couple uh, interesting things in this game with Maxime Chanel. There were two uh, VAR uses of, yeah. of uh, video review. <laughs> the fastest review in fastest, history. I mean, Mark Geiger was... Everyone, the reporter, the announcer, <laughs> us, we all were like, nah, son, this is not going to go well. And yeah, and they very and uh, so the first one was a tackle on, on Daniel Shallowy that uh, looked... From when I watching it live, I'm like, oh, this might, this might, I don't see how this is gonna go. I was like, this is clearly a red. (laughs) It's clearly a penalty at the very least. Um, And yeah, he caught, he caught the ball. It looked a little clumsy, uh, but you know, you can't deny that that Cheneau did get the ball. It, 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 to me, it wasn't enough evidence. Sort of like when there's an NFL review where there's like, there's not enough conclusive evidence. 
uh, to me, it wasn't con- as conclusive to be like, there's no way it was a penalty. So yeah. I, it's weird to, how to, to to make that call. But, hey, as a fan, I'm like, you got it right, Marky. I'm like, yeah, Marky, I'm Mark. Mark. Yeah, no, yeah. Mark Geiger. I'm like, you're going to fuck this up, Mark. I know it. Come on, Geiger. Oh, my God. We love you, We Mark love you, Geiger. <laughs> Get this man a promotion. There's only one Mark Geiger. <laughs> one Mark Geiger. I mean, I really hope he gets uh, a promotion and, and starts uh, ref- refereeing some uh, World Cup games. I mean, he's, oh, re- he's really I mean, that great. This guy needs it. <laughs> but. Uh, but then another uh, video review. Uh, uh, Chanel gets that red. Chanel gets that red after uh, getting beat by uh, Jesus Fernandez. Yeah. Uh, as soon as Fernandez got into the game, I'm like, all right, everybody, the NYCFC players are tired. Chanel especially. He's coming yeah. off an injury from last year. It, it, this is not good. Uh, and he was getting beat. Uh, left and right. Left and right. So, uh, yes, they had uh, Fernandez beat Chanel. Chanel tries to – he, like, clipped his feet. It, to me, it's a little bit of of debate if it was red. Tinnerholm was pretty close. I don't know if it was a red, definitively. But yellow, without a doubt. It was clearly a yellow, clearly a foul. Clearly I mean, a foul. if you want to give him a red after giving after not after yeah, taking back I, a penalty, I'll take it. I don't know if it was a a, a denial. What was that, 78th minute? When did that happen again? Uh, yeah, 78, 79, something yeah. like that. 80. So, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, we didn't have to you know suffer through a penalty. Let's cool. Yeah. Let's move on. Uh, but whatever. Dinner home was pretty cool. Also, what do you think of Dinner home? I thought he I thought he played pretty well. Dinner home played really good. Put, Ring a little sketchy for me. I I completely disagree. Ring was amazing. Ring had moments where I was like, mm, nah, look, a couple of giveaways here and there, but that's you yeah. expect that from the midfield. Dinner home though. But I, I didn't expect much from Tenor. Ring had that that shot on goal, that crack that yeah. uh, that Amelia that, yeah. uh, that Amelia saved. So Amelia played great, by the way. I know they're giving him a lot of shit for giving him the two goals, but he still looks good. Uh, so yeah, we're excited about the boys in blue. So we'll see uh, well, how the rest of the season goes. So out of everyone else, because I know we're we're running out of time here. Is there any uh, any team that other than couple uh, couple that completely we, surprised you? Uh, Orlando DC. Well, was pretty exciting. Uh, Emil Asad looks great with that team, huh? I mean, look great in that kit. Are you kidding me? <laughs> look like you've been there his whole life. Scored, a, scored his goal. Uh, Maddox, by the way, yo DC, you need to get you a Giazzi's artist. Oh, we did, we didn't talk very quickly. We didn't talk about the breakaway that NYCFC had uh, oh because God. there was another. Who was it that caught up to him? That caught up to him. Uh, 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 it was a. Uh, it was a. Uh, it was a uh, uh, Christian Lobato. Another, My God! Another Christian. <laughs> wow! Uh, but that happened twice in the, uh, this weekend. Yes, uh, uh, yeah. I think it might have been three. three. It might be three, actually. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but v- the play started off terribly from Sporting Kansas City. They had a they had a a, 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 a free kick where I, I don't even know what they were doing. I mean, it was instead of kicking the ball into the box, uh, I think Zuzi took a touch or somebody took a touch. They they tried to like. Uh, Trick NYCFC, yeah. and then they make a pass to the middle, loses the ball. V is on a breakaway. V is on a breakaway. He's got what was it? Uh, Sweat and Morales. Sweat and Moxie trailing behind him, but Sweat trying to stay with him. Sweat faster than Sweat faster than him, and he's is, trying to stay he, behind the ball. So he's, he in, he's in an offside position, so he can't get the ball. And Moxie is behind him. I'm sure everyone's yelling. Someone's <laughs> buying you. Pass us the ball. Just leave it. Leave it. And no, Moxie I, would hit it. I honestly think nobody was asking for the ball because Villa nine times out of ten will make. Will that will be a goal? You don't. It's so rare that he gets a chance like that. And well, and, some dude, you know, you know, is preparing for the World Cup and did a little bit of blow and was <laughs> able to catch him because what's his name? Lobato. Uh, Christian Christian Lobato Jr. Lobato no, Jr. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, John Zakata caught up to him. <laughs> Uh, John Lobato, Christian Lobato found him and then slid, and Amelia jumped up and was like, "Yeah, baby, that's what you do." Yeah, I thought 
he was going to throw him into the air. But uh, he was so happy. A little, uh, to me, a little debatable because he he cleared the ball. Great play on Lovato, right? But the ball went out, and then the referee called uh, for halftime. Which I mean, shouldn't it be a corner kick? Maybe there wasn't enough time. I don't know. It's a, I don't know. It seems like a, it seems like a weird decision to uh, to just uh, to end the half. Uh, but it, yeah, it was interesting. And and again, so in, in Orlando, DC, this happened again. Maddox, Maddox, the, right? one of the fastest guys in the league. S- stupid fast, yo. And, uh, and too w- stupid fast, apparently. <laughs> and there was another breakaway, and he got caught caught up to almost the exact same play. It looked exactly like yeah. uh, by uh, Mohammed El Munir. Mohammed, uh, which by the uh, way was they were playing with ten men, so yes. he was gassed very much. And they, you know, I forgot who's uh, not. Uh, what's that? I can't remember the uh, the the keeper for uh, Orlando. Like Bendik, to, Joe Bendik. Yeah, Bendik tries to pick him up the same way Milia picked up. Yeah, yeah, and he was just like, "Leave me on the ground. I need a moment." <laughs> but the, that game was really good too. Uh, you know, uh, DC United scores first. You Milasad. Does that cross? Uh, nobody, nobody gets a touch yeah. on it, and it goes right in. Uh, but there was a penalty. Also started your meal aside. Thank you. <laughs> there was a penalty uh, that was awarded to DC United after handball, um, and and Bendik had a, gr- a great save on the penalty. Mad- yeah. Maddox, I feel like Maddox shouldn't be your penalty taker, but I don't think he should be it, doing it, anything besides tappings. It's weird. I, I don't know uh, what the the purpose of this particular lineup was. I, I feel like I didn't I, I, I feel like I barely recognized uh, DC United. Uh, it, it just seemed like a lot of uh, either, just either new players or uh, uh, who's the for, who, that was on NYCFC um, the, the forward. Why am I forgetting? What are you talking about? Well, who's the forward for um uh, Patrick Mullins. Oh, Patrick Mullins. I'm like Patrick Mullins. Should I feel like? Uh, yeah, no, he should sort of be in the game. And he also, but and he also played really well towards the end of the he last season. He should be. I think he's a scorer. But you know, he had he had some he had some gaps in there, man. I don't he know. Started with like two hat tricks and but then he died Ma- out. Maddox is the starting forward for. Uh, I think they DC just United. want pace. I honestly think uh, they want pace. I mean, they're doing a four-one-four-one. They just want pace. Sure. Uh, and, and Briant also had a, a a good game. He had a he had yeah. the, the great save uh, off the line. Uh, former NYCFC uh, product, right? So, uh, what, what was uh, s- uh, some of the other games? Um, I think uh, Vancouver. Vancouver. Montreal- I, what did I talk about? Da- I, did I not talk about Davies? This was. Did I not talk about Davies? <laughs> yes or no question. Did I not talk about Davies? <laughs> also, I don't listen to this show. Uh, did I not talk about Davies? <laughs> no. Yes, you did talk about Come Davies. Come on, son. I told you. I told you. He looked. He looked good, and he, uh, he, him, the pairing of him and Kai Kamara is going to be beautiful. It's dang- going to be fun to watch. Dangerous. Uh, the, uh, Davies had that had the assist on the Kamara header goal, yeah. and Kamara just being. Dude, it, it, it's scary how he looks like he is as dangerous with his head as he is with his feet. You know what I mean? Like his head, the the, the ball comes off his head. It seems like it's faster than when he kicks it. He has a massive forehead, and I think that that's what does it. <laughs> he got those the the his hair pulled back, yeah. right? See, he's exposing a lot of forehead. There's a he's lot of real, adding additional space. There's a to lot the of forehead. There's a lot of real estate yeah. to to get a clean ball off of there. He's got that Gervinho hairline. But that that uh that cross was which was at like kind of a weird angle and and Kai Kamara had to adjust and it was in swinging. In swinging and he the ang- I mean you you need a protractor he t- to, yes. <laughs> to get yeah. it the, at that angle Mathematicians at that at that are still studying that <laughs> angle. He uh, he literally just squeezed it in the, the near post. Yeah, uh Vancouver uh, I, I think that is a lot to be excited about and and even though Montreal uh I think they're they have they have to figure some stuff out new new coach I Rem- think one thing they have to figure out is that Mancosu is not 
not should not be your starting forward. Oh sure, I, the, I, I know he scored, but I feel like um, the now that uh, uh, you know, like Patrice Bernier is gone, yeah, uh, and there's a, there, so he was a, clearly the captain uh, and, and provided some uh, sort of defensive stability. Uh, I think that's sort of the issue now going forward. Like what the, what the team is going to look like uh, that that midfield because uh, who's just the, give it to Ignacio. Uh, okay. Yeah. Let Piatti run that team. He, yeah, they, 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 they were kind of shut down, and and uh, Mancosa was like really the only one uh, th- that was, to me, like any like real, real threat. But I just don't think he's good enough at this level. But um, I think he would be great to be the second uh, striker. I don't know that he's good on his own. He looked great when Didier Drogba was there. Sure, sure. Uh, a couple of- Philly shocking the world. Philly. No one believed in Philly. <laughs> I didn't believe in Philly. Well, I, th- I think Philly didn't believe in Philly. Yeah, uh, they, they, uh, yeah, uh, not much to, not, not very high expectations. But seeing seeing David Akam there, I think, uh, really makes a huge difference. And we were talking about, you know, with Andy Winter especially, uh, yeah. what Akam is going to do for the other players around there. And like we thought, attracted so much attention, gave great, great chances for. It actually. I think allowed Alejandro Bedoya to to play up a little bit more forward than he probably is used to. Yeah, Alejandro Bedoya, I thought was going to be a six, and he was up there a little bit. I mean, he was there. Uh, there was a really big uh, missed uh, chance by CJ Sapong. Yeah, I mean, literally just had to get just had a Giazzi's art, is it right in? <laughs> and it sort of trickled Wait, and that is the standard. Of, yeah, which is now uh, that's what we're calling it. Standard forwards. And I hope uh, Sapong starts to play well so he can win the Giazzi's art as most valuable player award. <laughs> uh, but there were there was moments where I was really excited about seeing how they were playing. With Alejandro Bedoya up there, I did love the moment when uh, Sapong missed that that sitter. Yeah, uh, and Bedoya, his face turned. He tur- turned his turned away. Body. He's like, I can't even. Look at I can't even look at you right yeah, now. Just, I can't <laughs> even. Because <laughs> he, he literally turned away, yeah. look, put his hands yeah. to the sky, and be like, "Are you serious yeah. right now?" She was. He was like, "King Agam, could you please tell <laughs> CJ Sapong? I don't even want to talk to him anymore." <laughs> because not uh, t- talk to me in the second half, maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see what you're doing. Uh, uh, San Jose looks okay. Was San Jose that good, or Minnesota still this bad? I think San Jose was that good. I really? really? Yeah, I, Minnesota. Hosen. Who he? San Jose. Uh, win that perm. Winning this game three two. I call him Romeo Santos yeah. uh, of Aventura. <laughs> yeah. He got that hair. <laughs> he got that. He got, yo, give me that straight hair. Put every chemical you got. <laughs> so. Um, San Jose definitely uh, Danny Hussein and 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 the loss of Marco uh, Ureña to LAFC. Yeah, uh, I really feel it, it, it's like now more is going to be required uh, of Danny Hussein. And and I, you saw it after that first goal, that sort of just like one touch uh, 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 shot outside of the box, right past Lampson, looked incredibly yeah. comfortable. Look, look more of a like a leader he's than a, ever yeah, before. I was just about to say he's looked like he's like saying like, look, this is my team now. Yeah. Uh, the Minnesota again. Th- it does raise the question: Was Minnesota very bad? And yes, they were. Right, uh, but they were still issues uh, with possession, still problems in the midfield. Uh, but up, up, up front. I, look, again, this is another thing. I, I don't know who was. Uh, I, I think Christian Ramirez did not start this game. No. Uh, I don't know offensively. I don't know what Molino. Molino's all they have, and yeah. he started to take control of that game, but just a little bit. Uh, just a tad too late. Yeah, and it's a real shame because they he has a lot of skill, but he is being wasted up there right now. 
Last thing I want to say is no one cares about LA Galaxy. You won. Portland, you had nobody out there. <laughs> That's a big, right? big concern. I don't know what the hell Portland was doing. By the way, Portland had only, only fielded only one U.S. men's national team eligible player. And that's uh, in that and that makes you sad. What? I mean, I'm saying like, damn, son, you got nobody out there. Uh, that's a, that's a lot of uh, MLS teams. Nobody, a lot of, nobody knows. Few, the there's... average is three and a half per, yeah, per team, which is not great. Uh, and I'm not, few... and you know me, I'm not one of those people that are like we need to let the Americans play. No, no, no but you need to be good uh, Major League Soccer is uh... sweat will carry us for, for <laughs> will carry us alone. Major League Soccer is, is changing. Especially... Can I just say something about LAFC and look, Seattle? I know you were missing a bunch of players. Dempsey didn't play. Uh, you know, Morris is out with injury. Uh, Osvaldo Alonso's out uh, with injury. Uh, who else wasn't uh, wasn't there? Somebody else wasn't there for Seattle. So you guys weren't at 100%. Uh, Clint Dempsey was up for I, Seattle. I you that, said yeah. that right. Okay. But I want to say right now, aquí vienen los uruguayos. Really? Is this, is- che, mira, vienen los uruguayos. <laughs> the first goal on the last day he's a teenager for LAFC's entire team. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, your former captain of Peñarol. Come on, everybody, let me hear it. <laughs> you, know Diego they, Rosa. you know they can't. We can't hear them, right? No, They're I listening. Can, I hear people going crazy right now. <laughs> Diego Rossi. Yeah, I he, hope you are drinking amate right now. He did. And uh, you are relaxing and eating none but grilled meats on a parrilla. He did look. Uh, he did look good. And and uh, him and Vela together. Yeah. That, Yo, are, have they been best friends forever? But that look, I'll, I'll give LAFC the credit on that win. Uh, that that goal, especially for a, such a young player in his first uh, uh, Major League Soccer game, to to. Vela, you sort of expect that kind of a pass. He's that good, uh, but uh, Ros- a Meg Roman Torres on it. <laughs> no, but th- that no, that was that. Roman yeah. Tor- that wasn't yeah. on. That was a different. That happened. Uh, separ- that no, wasn't no, no, on no, that no. play. He Megs Roman Torres to oh, get for, to for that, that goal. Oh, okay, 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 okay. okay. Uh, I thought it was, I thought it was a different play, but the. The goal, the the pass from Vela, you expect that, but Rossi, who who had a defender on him and still uh, and was still able to to take that shot and take that shot so well. Stefan Fry is not an easy keeper to get by. Also, he curled it and put it in the only position Stefan Fry couldn't get it in. Yeah, but all credit, LAFC. Props to you guys. Look look great. Uh, but Diego Rossi, this is your team, baby. More than anything, Seattle. Lost lost this game more than uh, LAFC won this game. Well, look, LAFC uh, has no players basically. <laughs> look, they they and I don't think they know what to do. With, they with they held on. Yet. They held on, and it takes a it takes a lot to do that. Laurent Laurent Simon was great. Uh, there were uh, Tyler Miller. He was Laurent Simon was running from the left side of the screen to the right side of the screen. Tyler Miller was incredible, and, and the reason LAFC got those three points. But really, the Sounders. Had they had so many shots, they had so much more of the ball. They had uh, uh, they were incredibly dom. I'm not going to say dominant, but they were uh, they they had sitters. That, that Will Bruin sitter that he missed is again inexcusable. Inexcusable. There were moments where LAFC could have been blown out of this game completely. Yes. What I just want to say is that moment or the play. If you're an LAFC fan, this might not be the best season for you. You might not have a lot to root for. But right now, we, all of you should be focusing on how well Vela and um, Diego Rossi play together because they are magical together, and it's only going to get better. Yeah, so uh, I think the, 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 the fun thing was, uh, speaking of LAFC and LA, LA Galaxy, it was a, there was a hilarious moment. Uh, it was a video in, uh, for the LA Galaxy game against, uh, against the Timbers. There was uh, three LAFC fans... 
that went to the LA Galaxy game against Portland. They were they were in Carson in LAFC gear, just sitting there, just sitting there. And well, while people were celebrating goals, they were just sitting there. Just... Were they in the wrong stadium, or did they were just like, <laughs> "No, nah, I'm coming here to hate." <laughs> it really felt like that's what it was. Uh, I mean, just being like, "Yo, I'm just I'm just checking out these digs." So when our away game is yeah. <laughs> is here, it, it was uh, funny. And uh, some somebody from um, LAFC, I think Tucson. Their, their supporters group uh, in Tucson, Arizona, uh, were like, yo, give, because uh, I, I t- retweeted I'm like, yo, this is the gulliest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, you just show up <laughs> and scowl the whole time, me mug everybody? <laughs> like, so they were like, um, if, uh, you know, like send, send them a gulliest shirt. And I'm like, yo, if you find these guys, let me know who they are. Yo, we might send them a shirt. Yo, we'll send them a shirt. Let, let, who are these three dudes that keeping it straight at Gully and Carson? <laughs> and they were just sitting looking at their phones. Could not be any less entertained <laughs> by everyone else. Yo, like, yo, we paid our money. We do whatever we want. To me mug out here, all right? <laughs> we're not. I came here to just do this. <laughs> it just looked mad disrespectful. I'm a, you, it looks like I'm mad, but I'm actually having the time of my life. Yeah. <laughs> this was well worth it. Uh, they were there were some uh, absolutely incredible games this weekend, but this weekend belongs to Jesus Medina, Diego Rossi, Giassi Zardes, Iguain. Who else? Oh, I don't know. I don't know who else. Maybe Yamil Assad. Everybody but uh, Yamil Assad. Everybody, everybody <laughs> oh, but and, LGP. Elise and Manotas, man. Oh, Manotas, Elise. Everybody was. Everybody. This was a wonderful first week, and I can't wait for the rest of it. Oh, my God. Yeah. MLS Fantasy, we're going to be talking it, about it, that more next week. If this, it, It's almost a shame that it was this good because now it set the bar very, very high. Yeah, it's too good. So uh, we're going we're gonna to have some boring nil-no games coming. Yeah, and again, thank you to Luis Robles and thank you to Medovo for having us. Yeah, that was, that was um, super at fun. Your, at your Thought It Up gala. I wasn't thought it up, guys. It was too thotty. <laughs> this guy, he thotty too hotty. If his if his wife shows his, her wrist, he gets uh, hey, what's what's going on over here? First of all, how dare you say she would even think of doing <laughs> such a thing? No, I'm only kidding. Come on, guys. Uh, if you're gonna be a thought, be a thought. That's me talking to women who are not my wife. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. This has been an amazing podcast. This has been an amazing yeah, first week of MLS. Exactly. Uh, and also, you know what? I, I did want to mention uh, because we've been uh, we've been we're excited about this year, and there's a lot of things coming up. Uh, we started. If anybody's interested in supporting the Cooligans, but doesn't really, they, maybe they don't want to buy a shirt, but yeah. maybe they just want to like, hey, you know, I'll tip these guys. Uh, yeah. Give them a little bit. We got a Venmo. We oh, get, that's right. We got a Venmo. We got a Venmo. If you want a Venmo at Soccer Cooligans, be like, yo, that joke was really funny. I think it's worth $250. You get $250 right there. <laughs> yeah, $250. Just Venmo. So we get three or four good jokes. We can buy ourselves coffee. <laughs> it's not a bad gig. So it, might be, it might be cool. Uh, might be a nice way to help uh, support the Cooligans. Yeah. yeah. If you feel and free. And all that money goes right back into the Cooligans. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. And coffee. And coffee. Uh, well, no, we get free coffee here at the station now, <laughs> so it goes straight into the show. So, so, uh, so that's it, everybody. Thank you again uh, for listening to the show. Leaves the five stars. We're going close. Yeah, we're at, uh, I believe, ninety-four reviews. Oh, there's sixty out there. We haven't done it yet. We uh, know it. Well, it's the quest for one hundred iTunes reviews. If you haven't done it, get on. The, you're listening to the show right now. Get out there and do it. Get right there. Just it's on your phone. You don't even have to stop listening to it. You can leave Come the review on. while you're listening. Look, we're gonna tell you right now what to write because if you don't, you don't even know what to, what to say. All right. The Cooligans are the greatest podcast I've ever listened to. And they're, uh, they're so gully that I've now become gully-er because I listen to them. Exactly. And right now, I am on the New York City subway. I'm, I am on the, the D.C. metro. Well, except I'm, I'm, I'm on Marta right now. Yeah. And, uh, and she is not enjoying it. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I feel uh, like I'm I'm scowling at all uh, all the other passengers because th- that's how gully this show that's is, gully is making am. me exactly. So look, the, the reviews right there. We wrote it for you. Uh, do that immediately. So again, uh, my name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerrero. And together, what are we? The Cooligans.